0: Jones takes the snap back to throw, steps up, he's going to run. Jones to the 5, touchdown Giants! Daniel Jones on a 7-yard run on a 4th and 5 from the 7. And the Giants have tied it up with 1.16 to go.
1: Swung on and lined to deep left field. It is high, it is far, it is gone! Aaron Judge hit a line drive, home run to left. Judgy and blast. All rise. Here comes the judge. Another judgment day. Four and answer points. Tough game here, and here is RG3. He's going to run for the first down, and still on his feet. RG3 is going to outrace everybody.
2: World champion. champions three diehards three cities three opinions bringing you everything dc new york philadelphia
0: trilogy sports podcast That. Oh, yes.
2: yeah. What's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Trilogy Sports Podcast. I am Nick representing New York and once again I'm joined by Matt from Philly and Shuey from DC. How are you guys doing this week?
1: I'm not so good, man. Well, the Redskins let me down, but the Nationals are picking me right back up, man. It's it's a it's a teeter-to what's that called? A seesaw. Yeah, seesaw right now. So We'll see well, what happens.
2: And then, and then and then next week when the Nationals lose in the wild card, the seesaw will just come crashing to a screeching halt.
1: Relax, man. Positive things only.
0: Man, if you're having a bad week, imagine what I'm going through. Got the Eagles losing. The Phillies eliminated from the playoffs today. It's just not good in Philadelphia sports right now, man. How ironic, we'll get into all that. How ironic
2: uh, Bryce Harper eliminated from playoffs. By oh, don't, don't worry. We're going to get to that. Don't worry about that.
1: We're, we're also well, <laughs> we're also
2: feeling pretty good here in New York. Let me tell you something. The Yankees about to clinch. Uh, well, they've already clinched the AL East, but they're looking to get the best record in baseball. And for the first time in a long time, the Giants have something to be happy about. Let me tell you. Oh, God. Danny Dimes, we'll baby.
0: We'll get there. Let's talk about last night's game. Let's go into the Redskins' heartbreak. I don't know if she was more heartbroken or the guy who lost a
1: five hundred thousand dollar bet last night on well, the Redskins. Well,
2: let me let me just say, if he didn't hedge that, he, he had didn't hedge hedge, that, right? he has yeah. no hedge, right? Yeah.
1: business well, Doing anything. to be honest with you, if he's putting in an... what was it, an eighty-nine cent? It was eighty-nine cents. Well, yeah. if you hedged it, it. No, but if you're putting in eighty-nine cent parlay, there's a good chance you don't have enough to hedge properly. That's, that's if enough. you go to a bank and you
0: show them that they're gonna hedge, right? Somebody. Is gonna or someone will buy that ticket off you for like fifty grand. There's no way that guy out, walked I'm out with that unless he's a hundred thousand
2: dollars on the spot. Yeah, at
0: least that guy has to either be a pure idiot or really trusted the Redskins last night.
1: I don't even know why he put us in the. Uh... Like, I'm not even gonna say us. I don't even know why he put them in the. Uh, Damn!
0: Now you're not even claiming them.
1: Nah, man. Right now it's a, <laughs> it's rough because we all watched the game. We all watched, saw that first half. That was easily. I would say top three worst performance I've ever seen from a team on Monday night football or not even just Monday night football, but from any team for me that I've watched. It's it's
2: worse. It's worse when they're on national TV and the whole world has to witness it. So it makes it even worse. But I didn't realize the stat. I, I saw it going into the game yesterday. I think maybe Troy Aikman said it on Twitter or something that the Redskins were two and 16 at home on Monday night. Like, that's a crazy
0: – Or primetime games, not just Monday. Like, primetime games last five
1: years or something. I, They're garbage. And it's just, it's just crazy to me because you would think the NFC East, the toughest – usually the toughest division in football or most competitive. This year it's the North. And this – right. But it's just the Redskins are so bad. Like, <laughs> that first half was so bad. And, you know, it takes a lot to make Mitch Trubisky look good and every other team that he goes against, I'm sure when they see, oh, we're going against Trubisky, I'm licking my chops right now. When it's the Redskins, he's probably licking his chops because I just I don't understand how you can make such a mediocre quarterback, even though he's still a young, a young quarterback. He's still mediocre at the end of the day. You make him look like he's a, a, at least an above average quarterback. Whereas that's, we all know that's not the case. All,
2: all you need to know is that going into yesterday's game, he hadn't thrown a touchdown pass all season. And yesterday in the first half, he threw three to Taylor Gabriel. There you go. <laughs> like... So, I mean,
1: it's just and, – and it's all, and people want to say, oh, the players this, the players that – we have enough talent to be competitive. And in that first half, we were not competitive. People might point to the fourth quarter and say, okay, look, we almost tried to come back, blah, blah, blah. The game was over. The Bears at that.
2: had stopped at that point. Yeah,
1: they had stopped. They had stopped playing. Like the game was over. Like I don't care. And Case Keenum, <laughs> he's not like I don't think he's garbage. Haskins has to play soon, right?
0: I would hope so, but if he doesn't play soon, Gruden has to. Have you guys are, try- against, you like, guys are
2: trying. young to- black
1: quarterbacks at this point. You guys right? are I mean, trying
2: to take after the Giants model.
1: I mean, look, look, look. All I'm gonna say is I hope to see Haskins in at least by week seven or eight. Because by then, you'll know if the season's over already. And right now, we're 0-3. I can tell you the season's probably over.
0: You guys have what? This week, you have the Giants. Then you have a bye. And then you go to Miami? I believe so. So, I mean. He's got to start in Miami. You got to take the full bye week. Get him acclimated. And then he had. I mean, that's. If you're
1: building confidence, you want to play Miami. And the, cra- and the crazy thing is, I think we could beat the Giants.
2: But it's just. Well, we think we could like... beat you.
1: Of course, I mean we're, we both suck. Don't, get well, well, don't, don't No, don't, no, you both suck. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Just because you beat the Bucks, you came back and you beat the Bucks of all teams. That doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, it means that your quarterback. Okay, he might. You might have something there. But as a team, you beat a team that's not very good. But anyway, back to what I was saying about the Redskins. I think it's time. Well, I've been saying this for years, but I think it's time we look not at Jay Gruden. But once again, we need to get rid of fucking Bruce Allen. I mean, it it doesn't really matter to me because at the end of the day, you can get rid of Jay Gruden and bring in whoever the fuck you want. But at the same time, if you still have the idiot up top, Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen controlling the team, he needs to sell the team. Dan Snyder needs to sell the team. And we need to get a new GM because clearly we're going nowhere. And and like I said, I think we have talent. We have guys that can play on both sides of the ball. However, you got bums like Josh Norman who gets beat. It seems like it's an every-game occurrence that this guy gets beat every single fucking time. And what about so, Landon
2: Collins? Landon, Landon Collins hasn't done anything. He's
0: bad this year. He is very bad this year. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a single interception. No he saps. doesn't have a single t- turnover. No he sacks. He's been beat on tackles. Yeah, he he has not looked great. Okay. And you guys are paying him a lot of money. I mean, look. I'm, I mean, look, any team would have paid him that. I'm not mad. Like, no one should be mad
1: you paid him that. That's he what I was about to say. I was, I was just about to say, I was like, he's one, he was one of the best players at his position. So, he's going to get yeah. paid regardless from any team. So, I think it just – you never know. It's only three games in. I'd like to give him a little bit more time before I make that judgment. But, uh, yeah, the skins suck. I mean, it's just – from and then Vernon Davis, what are you doing? Jumping I mean, over what are gnomes? you doing? He's jumping over <laughs>
2: invisible people.
1: What are, What are you doing, man? Like, I, I don't know. He's gonna that. get hurt exactly. And he's, he's all, old and he's already 50. He's your only tight end. Well, he he's, already 50. he's already
2: excited about week one. He jumped over whoever it was on the Eagles and he must have been feeling himself. Tried to do it again last night, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, now he's the only tight end. Now that Jordan Reed is uh, probably done,
0: done forever. I saw a tweet last night, it, it was something about like the years 2030 or 2040 or something. Tom Brady throws a uh, screen pass to Frank Gore, who scores a touchdown blocked by Vernon Davis. <laughs> I mean, those guys. I feel like those guys have all been in the league for twenty years at this point.
1: Well, Vernon, how long has Vernon
0: Davis been in the league? Vernon
1: Davis wouldn't have to play as much if Jordan Reed didn't like get a concussion every other game. Like this dude, really. Two thousand six, and, and I think, and I think honestly, I think he needs to retire because it's gotten to a point where if you, I think he's had like seven concussions. Something crazy like that. When you've had that many concussions, especially when we're talking about the head, I think it's time that you just think about your health rather than football. I mean, he made one Pro Bowl. He was okay for a couple of years, but he can't stay healthy. And I think he should just move on to the next phase of his life. Does Gruden, so, make,
2: does Gruden make it through the season?
1: I think so. Because I'm one of those guys that's like, what's the point in firing? I want him gone, but it's like, what's the point? Who are you going to bring in? Because – as long as Bruce Allen's up there, it really doesn't matter who comes next.
2: I mean, my, my thing is, with if you're going to play Dwayne Haskins, you know, if you keep Gruden for this year, fine. But moving forward, when uh, Haskins is going to start to develop and grow, you don't want him playing in too many different offenses, having too many different coaches. You kind of want him to grow with a head coach. So, you know, obviously you're probably not going to find the permanent replacement in the middle of the season. But moving forward, you're going to want to find a guy that can develop Dwayne Haskins to his full potential moving forward.
1: Most definitely. I mean, I just you just want – my thing is is that Jay Gruden, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if he gets fired, I'll probably go work for his brother in Oakland. So, (laughs) I I mean, realistically, like, what's the point of having a brother that's a coach that has that much pull for Oakland if he's not going to hire you, especially if you're a decent offensive coordinator if you like, at, when he was wasn't he with the Bengals before he came to us? So I mean, he's not like I don't think he. And the thing is, also, uh, did you guys see that fumble at the end of the game by Case Keenum?
0: I turned yeah, off. I man. I'm that, just that, gonna be honest, that. bro. <laughs> this
1: guy, you would think all we need is what one yard. This guy like reaches the ball across and it gets punched out bro, what the fuck are you doing? Put, tuck the ball in and try and get the one yard. Like, what are you – like, the whole thing is just a disaster. I, I'm I, done.
2: I think it's ironic and kind of funny that last week when I put together the the episode titles and the preview of the episode, my main thing I said about the Redskins were the Redskins haven't been as bad as expected. Well, a week later <laughs> – a
0: week later. Your quarterback has five turnovers in the same game and doesn't get benched. Bro, I mean, even if you best. don't want to go to Haskins against Chicago's defense, five turnovers you I, just keep letting the guy go you, out. You there.
2: couldn't throw Haskins out there. Why not? Twitter saying why not? Yeah, exactly. Half. Why not? You can't not you, even the second half. Why not? Do
0: what do you have to lose? Put him in for at least the fourth quarter at that point or two drives at the end you of the game. You have every flowers on your
2: offensive line protecting a rookie quarterback. Do you think Chicago
0: gave a fuck the last two drives? Just put him out there, let him do it. go Max not gonna come kill the guy with two drives to go up. What were they up? 16 at that point? I was hearing
2: people saying it at halftime.
1: If that was Daniel Jones, you'd be screaming put him in. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Well did that you did that in week you did that in week one or week two, wherever Eli was playing and you were screaming for Daniel Jones.
2: And then now all of a sudden look what happened. I don't want to fucking hear that. Well, that's a perfect transition here. Let's get into the giants for the first time since we've done this podcast, I come into this into an episode excited to talk about the giants. Now I'll start off and I'll preface by saying, I know it's only been one game, but let me say, I don't think he could have played a better game. I don't think I've ever seen a better first game from a rookie quarterback. So with that said, I understand the Giants aren't going to go on a run and make the playoffs. Our defense is still absolute garbage, but I am excited about Danny Dimes. So excited. I already bought a Danny Dimes t-shirt off a bar stool. So that should be coming in the mail any day. But anyway, Daniel Jones was amazing. He was athletic. He was clutch. He was tough. He took some hits. He had a great arm. He showed toys. He, He was faster than anyone could have imagined. I didn't know that quarterbacks were allowed to run for touchdowns after watching the giants, my life. I didn't know that was a thing. The giants ran a read option. So he brought some life into this team. He brought some life into Pat Shermer's offense. It 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 made him a little more creative. It, it brought life to the rest of the offense. And I think in the second half, the defense fed off of it. The defense actually played besides that last uh, drive. The defense actually played really well in the second half, only allowing, three points. We got lucky with that missed field goal at the end, but it's about time the Giants caught a break because we've lost so many games like that in the past couple of years. But uh, I just can't say enough about how good Daniel Jones looked. I understand it's one game, um, but you cannot look better in a game in a first game. I don't, I don't think there's ever been anyone who's looked better in a first game guys. What are your thoughts? One game into the Daniel Jones era. Sure.
1: Matt, do you want played to play the
2: Bucks? Okay, yeah, yeah, I think you played the Like <laughs> You play those on you your schedule. Look, you played, the Bucks don't have a bad look, defense.
0: The same re- Yes, they do. They gave up 31 points week one to San Francisco. The same reason I was saying Haskins should play against the Dolphins is it's a perfect opportunity playing against a bad team in a situation where at that point nobody cared if you won, right? I, if Daniel Jones went out there and shit the bed, you wouldn't care. You you'd be pissed off, and you would say, You know what? I knew this on draft night, blah, blah, Because blah, I'm sure someone can go back and find the clips from you when they drafted him on how pissed I, off you I were was and the hot takes. Because
2: and... of where okay. they took him, not because of him. So, I didn't claim to say Daniel Jones sucked. I didn't know anything about Daniel Jones. I had never watched him play in college. All I said is they should have taken Josh Allen at six and Daniel Jones at 17. That's all I said. I was mad yeah. that they took him over a pass rusher. But Gettleman was so sure he thought Jones was the can't miss. And you know, if that's how he felt, he put his, his job is on the line because of Daniel Jones. And so far, week one, he looks he looks smart. That's all I said. I never I never said Daniel Jones was gonna suck. I never said he wasn't good. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about Daniel Jones.
1: Nobody we got... knew anything about Daniel Jones.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> like what do you say? But at the end of the day you were still mad that they took him over Haskins. There were other quarterbacks in that draft that you felt that, okay, if we're going to take a quarterback, why are we taking a guy that nobody's ever heard of? So that's what you were upset about. So to say all this, oh, I didn't mind having him. I just wanted – nah. You didn't want him, so don't act like now all of a sudden, oh, I've always wanted Daniel Jones. Well, now
2: he's going to be my guy because he's my quarterback, no. so he's going to be my guy. I'm going to support You know him. what's funny?
1: Because I can't wait. Watch. Next week – he might. What what happens if he throws four interceptions next week? I want to. I want you to keep the same energy and all the same bullshit rhetoric that you were. Well, they're in. playing the Redskins, so he probably won't. Well, I mean, okay, true,
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I but just when, like no, what he brings. His his. Let's curve. I'm gonna curve back the biasm here. He looked good. Daniel Jones looked no, really he good. Did. There's there's two concerns I have. He took five sacks. Uh, that's an issue you guys had with well, Eli too. Solders, Not getting rid of the ball. Solders, no, I mean that's. That's a bad offensive line, but it's a young quarterback thing, not getting rid of the ball. Um, and then he, he lost yep. two fumbles, too. I one. mean, if you're going to run, if you're going to be a, a mobile quarterback and move, I have the same problem with Carson Wentz when he runs. You have to protect the football, and you have to throw the ball away. If you're going to hold it that long or tuck and run, you have to protect it. And he didn't do a good job of that. Yeah. Other than that, we can say he played a shit defense, but 112 quarterback rating, 336 yards, two what two or three two touchdowns two passing touchdowns he looked pretty two good. rushing
2: touchdowns yeah I mean, no. Zach yeah. Baird had four sacks
1: and without
0: Saquon, the most of the game he, he looked pretty good no
1: that's dope that's dope i give him credit he did look good but that's going to take me more than one game to give to say he's oh, he's the next one he's the chosen one da, 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 da. like i need to see more i just can't do it off of just one game like, that doesn't and, make any sense.
2: And I'm not I'm not anointing him off one game. I'm excited because we haven't – the Giants and our fans, we haven't seen something like this in uh, – me personally in my lifetime. I went from Kurt Warner to Eli Manning as my quarterbacks my whole life. So I've never seen a quarterback with this skill set that's capable of doing these things. And it also – I mean, now that Barkley's hurt, but when Barkley was there, I mean, the read option, it creates so much more creativity. Shermer, who's a guy who – you know, he has the offensive mindset and Daniel Jones, a quarterback just creates so much more versatility for the whole team. That one pass he made to Sterling Shepard in the end zone. He just put it right on a line where only he could catch it. The other deep ball he threw to uh, Evan Ingram. There were just so many good uh, you know, plays he made. And then that, that play on fourth down, I mean, just the poise he had uh, leading his team back. I, I don't care who you're playing, you're, you're on the road leading your team back and, and, and coming, coming through in the clutch. I was very impressed again. I'm not, if he came out and played a bad game, I wasn't going to tell everyone he sucked. And based off this game, I'm not anointing him as a hall of famer, but I can sit here as a giants fan and say, I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited for the first time in a while, because I feel like we have someone who has the potential to be something special in the future. Um, So, you know, overall, I'm excited. The giants are one and two hey, you know what? Let's let's see what happens. Our defense, as I said, is, is terrible. It's terrible. It played better in the second half, but even after Daniel Jones ran that touchdown in, I said, you know what? There's still a minute and a half left. They're going to come right down the field, and they're going to kick a field goal, and if it wasn't for a shitty uh, gay kicker, and I don't mean that homosexual, I mean his last name's Gay, if it wasn't for him missing that field goal, you know, the Giants would have won. Uh, the Bucks would have won. So, with that said, the Giants are still not a good team. They're still not a playoff team, but I'm excited for the future and what Daniel Jones has to offer. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited, if you can't tell. And, and-, and <laughs> the Giants have the same record as the Eagles. So let's talk about the Eagles.
0: Uh, we could not. Uh, <laughs> the Eagles don't look good, man. It's comical. Like, it's so funny. Like, they play receiver-wise so bad. It gets funny. Have you guys seen the news clip about the guy with the fire?
2: Oh, so. Yeah, was I, mean, I so saw funny.
0: that. He was like, yeah, they were throwing babies out the window. And we was catching them, unlike Aguilar, his, and then just staring his, at his,
2: the his camera. Was really funny. But the, the, the funniest
0: Couldn't stop thing laughing. Is, but that's how comical but the funniest it is. Thing,
2: like, that's how bad it but is. But the funniest thing is that people are shitting on Aguilar, but Aguilar had two touchdowns. He had two
0: touchdowns.
2: It doesn't, anyone, he was so wide saying, open. It's not like he
0: grabbed two touchdowns. He had the one where he spun and two guys missed tackles, and then he was <clears> wide <throat> open on the second one. He also dropped the game winner last week. Where's Zach Ertz? Z- what do you mean where's Zach Ertz? He had 64 yards yesterday on seven targets. Okay, well,
2: with everyone else out, you would think he would maybe play. A Nelson role. Aglore had 12
0: targets yesterday. Or something. Goddard. Goddard,
2: Goddard dropped a.
0: Goddard ball. dropped a. Uh, Mac Hollins drops a game-winning touchdown right at the end there that fourth and whatever he's on the goal line the defender never touched the ball went right into his hands drops it white side drops an easy catch and run Uh, there's so many plays that we this team desperately needs all sean jeffries and the sean jackson it's it's pitiful that you need two players to turn your entire team right because if those two are playing they win both these games there's not a doubt in my mind with either one of them well Somebody catches keep, that ball, right? I keep right?
2: hearing that, but it's pretty pathetic that you need a 32-year-old wide receiver to spark your supposedly good
0: team. I mean, is he, he's still good. Okay, I understand that. You're saying that, 32 years. If you can't win Sean games. Jackson would be your wide receiver one.
2: Uh, again, not to go back to the Giants. Who's we, better than him on the we, Giants? We won the game without Saquon Barkley. We don't have Golden Tate. Okay. We have Sterling. You played last week. the Bucks, The Lions! The, the Lions are a great team. Yeah, they're really the good. Lions, you are at home they against lost. the Lions. The Lions haven't
0: lost. Have the Lions lost the game
2: yet? It's two games into the did, season! Did that, did, did,
0: Three games. They haven't lost a game yet.
2: They tried to hand they you the wide They tied the Cardinals. Wide. They tried to hand you the game. They threw the ball on third down, didn't stop the clock, then got a field goal blocked, and you still couldn't win the game. Don't use a, a wide receiver, two receivers being out as an excuse. Why did your defense get shit on? Two receivers. Why did
0: the receiver, The defense is getting shit on because they're on the field the whole game. It's not, oh, they ran bad routes. So it just happened. The Eagles had seven drop passes. Give the ball seven. to Jordan Howard. Seven dropped passes. Jordan Howard rushed eleven times. Give him the ball. Miles Sanders ran thirteen times. There were 20, 27 rush attempts in that game. Do it more. Not counting Carson Wentz's scrambles. Twenty-seven rush attempts. The offense scored twenty-four points. The problem is you have seven fucking drops. Two of them were easy touchdowns. Game-winning plays, game-saving plays were dropping balls. It's not like you're dropping a ball in a bad moment or a bad moment. Oh shit! Second down. We're dropping fourth down plays. We're dropping touchdowns. Aguilar fumbles the ball on a huge play. Miles Sanders fumbles the ball. You try to get his confidence and you put him back in. Two plays later, he fumbles and turns it over on your own 30. You're blaming the defense. We have turned the ball over twice within our 30 in the same game. How are you supposed to keep him from points there? Which, by the way, they held him to a field goal both times.
2: I understand. Well, good teams find a way to win. Uh, The fact that you're making excuses. I'm
0: not. I tweeted out. Last week, check our Twitter, good teams find ways to win. This team did not win. They're not a good team right now. I'm not saying they're a good team, but if you have Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, they win both of those games. That doesn't make them a good team still. It just means they win both of those games. They weren't playing good teams those games.
2: Go ahead, Chewy. Well,
1: let me uh, just jump in here. I think the Eagles are still trying to find their identity for some reason. I think I mean, they're overrated, just, but you keep see, going. They no 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 they they are overrated. I think people because I think it was I also heard Skip Bayless say something like I don't care about Skip Bayless. He hates Carson Wentz. He hates the Eagles.
0: He would blow Dak in two seconds if he could.
1: I don't give a fuck about Skip Bayless. But but I'm just saying that they do have a talented team. They I guess maybe people staying healthy could be a problem, but I think it's still fairly early in the season to write them off. Uh, it's funny because I ask I usually ask my fellow gambling degenerates, <laughs> what uh, what teams I can put in my teasers. And I was asking people, and one of my good friends was telling me, he was like, look, he's an Eagles fan. And he said, look, I mean, I know I love the Eagles, and I know you're probably not going to listen to what I have to say, but he said I should take the Lions. He said take the Lions, put them in your teaser, because he just has a feeling that the Eagles just aren't going to play well at home against the Lions. And he was right. I mean, it just – I think you guys will be okay. I think you just need to get your guys back in. Maybe you might be able to contend for a wild card spot. But this is over. Like I said,
0: I'm not giving up on the Eagles. They don't look good right now. They are overrated. But they've looked bad. The years – last two years when they went to playoffs, they haven't looked good the first couple of games. They have time to get better. I'm not – talent-wise, we have a great talent team. But a lot of our team is old. There's a lot of injuries that could easily dethrone anything we have. Those two games against Dallas are going to decide this division, right? If we can win one of them, I think we get a wild card. We win both. We win the division. If Dallas sweeps us, there's no wild card. There's no nothing. If Dallas beats us both games this year, the division. I mean,
2: everyone's anointing Dallas already. They have yet to play a good team. It's but not the next annoying. Next weeks them. they play the Saints and the Packers.
0: It's not annoying them. But here's here's what happens, yes, right? Dallas has mm-hmm. to play the Giants and the Redskins twice each. They already played the Redskins. They already beat uh the Giants. So they've already won two division games. That's wins the division for them if they beat the Eagles two games too, right? Even if you guys each beat them again somehow, no offense, miraculously, they're gonna be four or what is it? Four and two in the division that probably wins the division for
2: them. Oh yeah, you guys have to beat them head to head. That's that's your right. shot. No,
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if we beat Dallas two both games, we'll win the division. If we beat them one, we have a chance to the wild card. But if we lose both games to Dallas, we have nothing. No wild card. Nothing.
2: Well, either one and two, and this Thursday, um, they have a big game against Green Bay, who's three and zero. This will be a huge game. Obviously, uh, on the road on a Thursday night is a tough place to be, especially. The fact that they're banged up, it's not going to be an easy game for the Eagles. Packers are the favorites, obviously. You guys, if you lose your one, your are one and three. Um, so, kind of, what is your your gauge going to that Thursday night game?
0: So, Alshon will be back, uh, which is good. He's supposed to be fully healthy. Deshaun Jackson is not going to play. Um, Jason Peters, for some reason, on Sunday, I'm not. He had some sickness. I'm not sure what it was. He didn't play. And then Dillard, our first round pick, got hurt. Three plays later, didn't play most of the game. So that really set us behind an offensive line. Uh going into Lambeau's tough.
2: Ronald Darby's out for the a couple Packers of years look too. good.
0: Who cares? Ronald Darby's so bad. It's not that he's a bad player. It's I just don't think he fits the system. I'm really not amped on Schwartz's system at all this year. Uh it's just it's the same shit. It's our cornerback just there's no way the Eagles just get this many bad cornerbacks, right, over the last four years. There's no way we've just drafted and picked up every cornerback that sucks. So, at some point, it has to be the defensive coordinator and the coaches that are doing something wrong with that defense, right? It can't just be me. Uh, I mean, so I, mean, I can't think of one, oh, yeah, we have a really good cornerback. <clears> <throat> or it seems like everyone else in the league has, like, one guy they rely on. The Eagles don't have that. And we have Malcolm Jenkins, who has been a bright spot. Him and Carson Wentz. And our punter are probably the only three t- players that have looked really good this not, year.
2: Not having a corner, you uh, probably long for the days of Namdi Asamwa.
0: <laughs> I long for Asante Samuel. He was a good Eagles cornerback. DRC? I, DRC. Again, we get these guys and they're trash. We signed Namdi, trash. Byron Maxwell, we signed him from Seattle, trash. I, Every cornerback we get in here, it's always, oh, it doesn't fit the scheme or oh, he, it's something on our coaching staff. Something with Jim Schwartz. Our secondary is garbage. If Malcolm Jenkins wasn't in that secondary, we'd give up thirty-five points a game. You're I, not going to convince me.
2: I, I will Are, say, uh, in, in terms of fantasy, a lot of people have complained. Aaron Rodgers really hasn't been that great yet, and that uh, Devonte Ad- Adams week. really hasn't had that big game yet. Watch out, Thursday. Night <laughs> Devontae
0: Adams, Devonte <laughs> Adams, Scandas Valdez. This is. It's either going to be a shootout or we're just going to get wiped. I think As there's no in between. Packers I, think
1: the Packers is, I think the Packers are going to win. Uh, I just think that they need to get Adam Jones the ball. I'm not Adam, Aaron Jones the ball a lot more than they do. They, they, I, I'm tired of seeing the Packers split carries between Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Enough is enough. Give it to the guy that you know can get you 100 yards on the ground. Jamal Williams is not going to do that. I think Aaron Rodgers is a bad man and i also think that he needs to give uh devonte uh, adams more targets i think he only had like four targets last game so and that's just not enough for a receiver that good but i think all in all i think the packers are just more talented on offense than the eagles and i think they have a good young defense too right and i think this game i don't want to say it's not going to be close but i think i think the packers probably win maybe i want to say maybe what Twenty-seven, twenty-seven, seventeen, something like that. So,
0: I'm not gonna pick it. I mean, I can't. Obviously, I know if the Eagles lose this game, in my mind, I don't want to say the you season's the over Jets because week after them. look, but look, how many teams are going one and three and made the playoffs? I'm, I'm sure, sure it's not a lot, right? I'm the only thing we have going is how bad the division is. And again, at that point, if we start one and three, you're really only hoping for a wild card spot. Because Dallas isn't going to lose a lot of these games that the Eagles have lost, so Dallas is going to go in and wipe Detroit.
2: Yeah.
0: So I, you're in a situation where Thursday—I don't want to say their seasons on the line, but you, you want at a division. You want to at
2: least uh, see a a positive performance. You need to see a turnaround,
0: right? If we take uh, we take the Packers down the line, even if you lose, yeah, your record shows one and four. But we only have to worry about Dallas two more games. We can still make a crazy run and make a wild card spot. But if we get annihilated, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to look good. I I can't see it going forward from there. This is a big game Thursday night, and it sucks it comes – on a short week, short schedule.
2: Yeah, and on the road on a Thursday night is not an easy place yep. to be. So it's going to be interesting to see. Let's – um, real quick, let's go around the league. Let's uh, see, talk a little bit about the other games that took place and just a couple comments about um, the other games. Uh, The Thursday night game, uh, the Jaguars and the Titans, not much to talk about there. 20-7, to 7, the Jaguars won. We said it was going to be boring. But Gar- oh, the Jaguars quarterback looks Gardner, good. Gardner Minshew, yeah. He said not a lot to talk about. Gardner Minshew is slowly but surely becoming a uh, internet sensation um, there was that video of him, like, working out in his jockstrap or whatever he was doing. But um, besides that, he looks pretty good on the field, too. And the Jaguars win uh, in a game that pretty much nobody cared about. Um, the Bills – oh, anything you guys want to add to that?
0: No. They might have a little quarterback controversy if he keeps playing like that the rest of the year.
2: Oh, is Foles going to be back at some point?
1: And I think
0: full, towards the end of the year, he could be back, and his con—I'm saying his contract. Oh, this yeah, guy's a rookie. Forward. His contract's a three-year contract. You could have a quarterback controversy at some point.
2: Yep, that—that's true. Uh, Bills, Bengals. The Bills uh, surprise team improved to three and zero, but again, they've beaten the Jets, the Giants, and the Bengals. So their first true test will be this week against the Patriots in Buffalo. That place is going to be electric. Bills have a good defense. Their offense is very suspect, but three and zero start for the Bills.
1: I think Josh the bills Allen looks good, man. Yeah, the bills, man. They might be the sleeper pick in the AFC. I mean, I don't think they're better than the Patriots, but in that division, they could get a wild card spot. So. The game,
2: the game this week against the Patriots is going to show a lot. If they go out there, even if they don't win, if they go out there and play a tough game against them, it's going to show they're real contender. If they go out there and get blown out, I saw a stat. I think since 2001, this this is actually unbelievable, and it sounds wrong saying this, but it's actually a fact. The Bills are 4-33 against the Patriots since 2001. <laughs> like, that's, that's, like That seems like a wrong – like that's not right, but it is. Um, but like I said well, – the They're at home,
0: so yeah. that if you're going to win a game against them, 3-0 rolling into New England coming to you, this is the Bills game to do it, right? Bills Mafia
2: is going to be – there's going to be people jumping through tables, slamming each other on the ground, drunk people beating the shit out of each other. But will they uh, do it on the field? We'll find out.
0: Uh, Dallas, Miami, yep. just to skip that yeah. That was a railroad da-
2: Dallas wins, they cover the spread Nothing really to say there uh, Although the uh, Cowboys' other running back um, Pollard He had, he had uh, over 100 yards As well as uh, Elliott So an easy win there Packers improved to 3-0 and as we said They won 27-16 to over the Broncos Aaron Rodgers looked good um, Phillip Lindsay with two touchdowns But the Broncos are, I think Shuey said it last week The Broncos are just bad
0: they have to draft a quarterback this year, right? They have to. They might be in the two of running here. I mean, um, are they 0-3?
2: Yeah, but I don't yeah. think anyone's overtaking Miami. I mean, Justin Herbert, yeah. maybe. They could go after him.
0: Yeah, we'll see where they finish up. Yeah. yeah um uh indian atlanta was a good game yeah
2: yeah it was jacoby Brissett, he he looks impressive um they really look so far haven't missed a step without andrew luck Um, uh, but jacoby brissett has been good even in the second half with ty hilton uh banged up marlon Mack has been. atlanta impressive. tried
0: to make it close
2: yeah atlanta's just a weird team they're just i mean a, a rule i it, my rule used to be never bet honor against philip rivers my new rule is don't bet on the falcons like they are just they're they're going to disappoint you
1: oh yeah i stay away from you that.
2: never know what falcon team's going to show up and their play calling is just stupid 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 uh the, their coach i mean he blew that super bowl and since then they haven't won anything i mean
1: i think he gets fired this year he, he
2: might if if they if they are under 500 and they don't make the playoffs again i, I don't see how he doesn't um chiefs ravens patrick mahomes continues to put up video game numbers i mean every week 350 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. It's it's just automatic. The Ravens tried to make it a game late. Lamar Jackson, his, he just doesn't make the – he can't make the throws on third down, the third and longs. He just can't throw the ball down the field.
0: He looked really bad this game. I he mean, did. we can just say it. He looked really bad. And that's – I mean, we've talked about him going into it, how good he's looked. But we also said he played two really bad teams, and this would be the game to decide it. He looked really bad. I mean, Mark Ingram got it going on the ground, 100 yards, three touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, less than 50% completion rate, three sacks, no touchdowns. He had the one rushing touchdown. I mean, he didn't look good.
1: He didn't look good, but they only lost by five. So Yeah,
0: well, like I said, Mark Ingram had 103 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, so,
1: so I mean, I can't, I can't discount how well the Chiefs played. I mean, the Chiefs played well. I just think that the uh, the Ravens this was their first real test, and I don't be surprised if this is if these two teams meet in the, uh, in the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. I, I still yeah.
2: I still think the Ravens are going to win their division. I I mean the Steelers are zero three, the Browns are not. The
0: Browns are division. what is going on with the Browns? We'll get there. Yeah, we'll
2: we'll get there. Uh, Vikings Raiders. Um, they, the the Vikings won this game easily as they should. Uh, Dalvin Cook continues to just be a monster. Um, Adam Thielen had two touchdowns, so for you fantasy owners, finally he does something there. Uh, no, no, no,
1: no, no! no. <laughs> throw the fucking ball to Stefan Diggs. Jesus. Uh, no, I, I, so have, I have Adam Thielen, so I'm I cool.
2: feel so dumb taking Stefan Diggs as my fourth round pick. He has right. done nothing. I mean, but they it's got not his throw. fault. It's to not him. His fault. They got a throw to the man. Is he yeah. open though? I mean, uh, yeah. He's averaging like four <laughs> targets a game.
1: He got four targets last game. What the fuck is that?
0: All right, we can skip New England and the Jets. The Jets covered the spread. That's the only good thing you can say about the game. We Uh, talked For some reason, reason,
2: Belichick took it easy on them. I don't know
0: why. Uh, Carolina-Arizona was a good game um, for Carolina. Arizona's another weird team. I feel like they look kind of good some weeks. They look really bad. Kyler Murray's having a lot of his rookie moments. Like, he... Two touchdowns, but two interceptions took eight sacks only threw one hundred and seventy three yards um, ran for another seventy he, that offense i don't it's just ugly like they score and they look okay, but it, it's just ugly to watch i mean i don't know if you guys caught any of that game
2: yeah, I mean, I saw it on red zone um, yeah they're they're, just, they're a weird team it's i mean it it's, and, he's, he's a rookie he's, he's going to have great
0: I games. know his size was talked about coming out too, and it, he looks. Like it's tough for him over the line. He's taking a lot of steps back. Like he's trying to throw over them. I don't know if that's why he's taking a lot of sacks or if their line's that bad. But he's had moments where he looks really good, and he has moments where you wonder why he was the number one overall pick.
2: And then on the other side, you have Kyle Allen, who threw four touchdown passes. Cam Newton had zero going into that game. Not that again. It's just like just like Daniel Jones earlier. It's only one game, so you can't get too excited, but. He looked
0: good last year, too, in his one game he got to play.
2: I mean, Cam Newton, say what you want about him. I mean, he took him to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago.
0: Scam Newton.
2: He's Scam Newton. He's been Scam Newton for the past two or three years. And at this point, I mean, he's out again this week. The Panthers fans are probably happy about it, to be honest.
1: Next. Yeah.
2: Texans beat the the Chargers 27-20. Are the Texans the best, worst team? Um, well, they're in a crappy division, so that helps. But they're just they're Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, they have so much talent on both ends of the ball. They have playmakers on both ends of the ball. They're they're a team that just never can get over that hump. And so, and so are the Chargers, honestly. I mean the Chargers are the same way. Uh Keenan Allen had a great game, but the Chargers will never win anything. Um, and I don't think the Texans will either. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: All right, next we had uh, Pittsburgh-San Fran. That was a boring snooze fest. Mason Rudolph didn't look good. How do you turn Garoppolo the ball over five times
2: good. and still win?
0: They. That was a boring game. and Jimmy Garoppolo does not look good.
2: Yeah, I take back what we I said. We talked about that. it
0: last week. He did not look good. I take Two back dump. His one pick wasn't really his fault. Matt Breetta bobbles the ball and toss, for some reason just lofts it up in the air to the defender, but – they don't look good. That offense looks pedestrian, which is because they put up 31 on Tampa week one, but I they don't look good. Uh, New Orleans, Seattle, that was a good game. Shuri, did you watch it?
1: Teddy Bridgewater. He threw, two, <laughs> he threw two TDs, man. Everybody tried to write the Saints off because they lost Drew Brees, but, I mean, he was drafted pretty high, and he was the starter in Minnesota before he got hurt. So, obviously, the guy can play. They got weapons. Right, and they yeah. have weapons in Kamara, Thomas. I mean, they got, they got guys that can play. So, I'm not really surprised. It's more Seattle. It's like losing at home against a team with no Drew Brees. Yeah, I named all those weapons, but at the end of the day, you are playing at home.
2: That was the first time that Pete Carroll Seahawks have lost a home game in September since he's been coached. So, that's uh, saying something. I,
0: I, I, said, I had two surprises that game. One, New Orleans, all week we heard that they were going to use two quarterbacks. did Teddy
2: Bridgewater. He time. came
0: in and did one rush. Yeah. That was it. Other than that, it was Bridgewater the whole time. And Russell Wilson threw the ball 50 fucking times. But he had
2: 406 yards and two touchdowns. Well, well of yeah, course. Because because he threw the, the, ball the ball 50 liability. times. Was a liability. Well, then let Rashad Penny run. Was he hurt?
1: He didn't even touch the ball. TJ
2: Proseis got some carries, but Chris Carson man that guy uh he's a liability
1: he's a fumbling machine <laughs> isn't that your fantasy running back he's on yeah, yeah, bm too he's, he's had a he's fumble
2: just... each week but before the season he never he I don't think he ever had a fumble so
0: I't Tyler here. Lockett had a fucking game yeah he did yeah he did. eleven receptions one hundred and fifty four yards and no one else on that team I mean Metcalf's getting his targets as well but for him to command 14 targets, it's a ton.
2: Uh last game, Rams, Browns, the Rams improved at 3 0. Again, the Browns, uh the controversy about the Browns, their coach running a draw play on fourth and nine. Like what what are you doing? <laughs> Baker I think he, just I think he's trying to get fired. I mean, it looks like it. I mean and, this is what I said ahead. going into the season. All the hype. This was all the talking heads on ESPN, the people who just love the big names and the hype. This is not a good football team. They have good playmakers, but this is not a good football team. You have a rookie coach, you have a second-year quarterback who is regressing and is not a good decision maker. Yes, you have two great wide, one great wide receiver, one good wide receiver. You have some good playmakers, you have some good players on defense. This is not a good team, though. They're undisciplined. They're not a good team. they're not going anywhere. They're gonna finish seven and nine or eight and eight. They're not a good team.
0: Fair point, yeah, i'm I bought into the hype preseason. I mean they just have so many people on that roster. It just looks so good and it's but it's not a typical visa. browns it's fashion not it's not right visa. i mean it's it, not, it's but not it's, it's typical yet. Browns fashion, no it's not over, but Typical Browns fashion. It looks like they're doing everything right, and it just all collapses on them.
2: I'll I'll tell you something here. Look, look out for these next. So you said it's not over. They're one and two. So you're right. It's not over. It's still early. Here's their next couple games at Baltimore. That's going to be a huge game. Uh, That's going to prove something. At San Francisco on Monday night. That's going to be a a tough game at San Francisco. They play Seattle, and they have their bye, and then they go to New England. So they, you know, they could potentially be looking at a two and four start realistically, and that's not, you know asking that much to happen so not ideal they got to get it together (laughs) um freddie kitchens looks like he is absolutely lost and over in over his head so we'll see what happens but the browns look like a mess and i can't help but smile um and baker mayfield was so worried about the giants and their quarterback well let's see you put together a game like daniel jones did how about you make how about you have a game like that this week
1: time to talk some MLB. We want to get into our, uh, our teams, you know, as the Nationals correspondent here. I think it's best if I go first. Do you guys mind?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, go for it. They, we'll be talking about the Yankees all October, so you could just talk about the Nationals now. That's fine.
1: Okay. Uh, gentlemen, please, can we get a moment of silence for Philly? <laughs> gentlemen. Today we come to lay to rest the Philadelphia Phillies. And, of course, it's so it, it feels so good. It feels so, so good that we could do it, that we, the Nationals, were the ones that were able to put the Phillies' playoff hopes to bed. We laid them to rest. And, of course, Bryce Harper, my friend, my, my former favorite player. Oh, it feels so good to send him home to let him know that he left the best team in the National fucking League, and we don't need him.
0: Who? What team are you
1: talking about? The best team in the National League? Come on! You know what I'm saying?
0: You know what? I mean, I'm going to let you have this, and I'm going to let you keep gloating. Please, because Because I just almost feel bad for you that you're this excited <laughs> because you ended the Phillies' playoff chances because no, you guys just haven't no, done I'm, anything yourselves in the playoffs no, in like no, 20 no, no. years. In, in fairness, the playoff this.
2: chances ended. No, no, no they no, are. No, because,
0: but I know you guys really need this because you need something to be happy about God. because cause in a week you're going to get eliminated from the playoffs yourself, <laughs> so you need to have this.
1: Why? What? What? You sound jealous. You sound hurt. I'm not hurt. Let it go. I've seen Let my
0: team go. win a World Series.
1: You sound. You sound just like the the last clown. Don't worry. I'm gonna find that guy's Twitter and I'm gonna bring it back up. The same guy that said, "Let's see who's talking in October." I do, yes. I I do want you to find that guy. I do want you to find him clown. too.
0: You can find him. <laughs> but oh, oh, that's
1: not gonna help oh, you I'm win on. a
0: playoff series this century. Him. No, it won't. It
1: won't. But at the same time, it feels good to see that we knock uh, the Phillies out and that we're going in because we're going to get that wild card spot. Right now, it looks like the Cubs. It's going to be you guys There's and the no Brewers at this point. And then it's going to be a matter
2: of who gets home field. Right yes. now, you guys are a game ahead of them. You have a second game tonight against the Phillies. Uh, yep. Uh, we're going uh, for that. Obviously, swing? I mean, it's pretty obvious, but your manager already said that uh, Scherzer is going to start the wild card game, which, I mean, that, that everyone already knew that. So, I mean, no matter who Milwaukee matches on, up against you guys, on, uh, you would have to think Josh Hader is going to be out of that bullpen on short notice. Um, the Brewers have been surprisingly playing real well. Um, the first game of the playoffs will actually be that wildcard game. National Nationals uh, Brewers will actually be next Tuesday night. So we will do an in-depth preview before that game. We'll preview the entire MLB postseason. Um, by that point, we'll know all the teams and who's playing who. So we'll do a big in-depth preview. Playoff preview next Tuesday's episode. So I look forward to that. But, uh, Shuey, I mean, yeah, the Nationals, their offense has been struggling, oh. but I think they have the pieces. I also think that top three of their rotation is very strong. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they match up. They would ha- they would play the Dodgers if they win. So we'll, we'll see what happens with the Nationals, but there's reason to be excited.
1: I mean, can I, I should at least be able to talk my shit considering. Like what? A couple months ago, we were just talking about the Nationals being the worst team in that division, along with the fucking uh, with the Mets yep. at the time. Yep. And was it the Marlins, too? So I'm so I mean, I don't want to hear oh, you guys are going to get swept by the Dodgers, blah, blah, blah. I don't fucking care. You guys suck. I'd like to shout out Ryan Zimmerman and Anthony Rendon for knocking you guys out today. Woohoo to us. And watch us on TV because that's all you guys are going to be and, doing. Uh, you know, all off
2: season, the whole story was Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Bryce Harper. Both those guys are going to be watching the postseason at home. Manny Machado, let me talk about him because this is the mm-hmm. only time we're going to talk about him. He he made himself the most irrelevant person in baseball. I don't think anyone's heard a peep out of him. I don't think anyone's talked about him it, since April. I mean, I don't know what that guy even did this season. What He probably hit 270 with 30 home runs, but who cares? That guy's the most irrelevant player in baseball. And Bryce Harper, you know, he had a nice season, but at the end of the day, didn't matter. He's going to be watching the postseason at home like he always does.
0: I mean, he's been in it at least the last couple of years. Like, they just don't win.
2: He's been <laughs> in it. Hey, don't, don't get, don't, don't well, now get he's disrespectful not in now. What are so. you saying? But yeah. speaking of teams that are in it, speaking of teams that are going to go far into it, let's talk a little bit about the Yankees. Let's talk about... The Yankees, who since September 1st, have the best starting pitching ERA in the American League at 2.59. Luis Severino is back, and since coming back, he's thrown nine innings, has not allowed a run with 13 strikeouts. James Paxton has won his last 10 starts, and we all know about Big Dick Massa in the postseason. So let me tell you something. The Yankees are lined up. We're ready to go. Stanton's back. He's hot. Sanchez and Encarnacion are going to be back this last season of uh, this last series of the uh, season. We're ready to go. We got our guys. We're lined up Postseason baseball in the Bronx. Get ready. Houston, we're coming for you. You done? Add on any, uh, <laughs> any, anything you want to add on. Talk about how last week you said Luis Severino. Actually, I was listening. To I said this.
0: he has to stay healthy.
2: Yeah, and and so far he has.
0: Okay, he's pitched two games. He's pitched nine total innings. I'll tell you another thing about Luis
2: Severino. The past couple of years, he's been great in the first half. He's been lights out in the first half, and then maybe he's gotten a little fatigued down the stretch. Well, that's not going to be a problem this year because we're basically going to be getting first half Severino in the playoffs. I think he is going to be huge, but I've said it for months. I've literally said this for months in all my friends that I've talked to. Everyone I've said this, and I'll say it again, and I'll – You can replay this in October, at the end of October, whether the Yankees win or lose. James Paxton is the key to whether the Yankees will win the World Series or not. If James Paxton pitches like he's been pitching, the Yankees will and they can win it all. If he's bad, they they can't do it. James Paxton is the key to this postseason.
0: The key for me comes down to it's you guys versus Houston in my mind. I mean, you're going to have to play Houston. Hopefully at this point you guys hope you're at home. It's still their lineup. So tough to get through for any starting pitcher. Three times. Uh, you guys have a good bullpen. I like your chances. The Yankees have a really, really good chance this year. Bullpen wise, complete team wise. I think right now Astros have a better team, but you guys having home field advantage is a big position going into the postseason. So,
2: so honestly, as of right now, we're half game behind Houston. Just because we've played one more game, but yeah, but I think you guys they, have an easier
0: schedule. This last what two series here we have?
2: Uh, we played Tampa Bay and yeah. Texas. They put but Tampa Bay still playing for something. Yeah, but they you play, play
0: Texas to end it yeah, in a they, big game. You want to play Texas at the end.
2: They, they play <laughs> Seattle right now. The thing is, if we finish tied, they get the tie. They get the uh, home field. The thing is, it it it's a it's a conundrum because. On one hand, if we get home field, we play the wild card winner, which is Oakland, which is probably going to be Oakland, who's probably one of the hottest teams in baseball. If you don't get home field, you play the Twins, who I would love to play. The The A's have beaten the Yankees and the Astros recently in series. So honestly, I, I, I almost want the A's to play the Astros because I think the A's actually match up well with the Astros. I think the A's can actually give the Astros a tough series. And even if they don't win, even if they can just push that series to five games, that would be one last time that we'd have to face a Justin Berlander or a Garrett Cole. So it, it's tough. Obviously I want the home field. Home field is super important, especially the Yankees haven't lost a series at home since April, but you know, it, it, it's a give and take I, I, the Yankees own Minnesota. Minnesota doesn't have good pitching. It's, it's going to be interesting. These last final games, the Yankees most important thing More importantly than getting home field is just making sure everyone stays healthy and everyone is ready for next Friday. By the way, I will be there Saturday for Game 2. I am super excited to be there, not at a wild card game this year. I am so excited. But, um, yeah, the last couple games is all about just staying healthy, getting the rotation lined up. And actually, the way the Yankees lined up this rotation, I think it's actually going to be Paxton Game 1, Severino Game 2, Tanaka game three. That's the way the rotations lined up over the next uh, week, which is interesting. I would have thought Tanaka would have been game one for sure, but um, it'll be interesting. Those three are clicking on all cylinders. I'm excited, Shui. What do you think about the Yankees' chances?
1: I mean, just to piggyback off what you said, I think at the end of the day, postseason comes down to pitching. So I, th- I think you guys might have enough. To, I mean, you've been talking about the Yankees being really, really good. All year, so I think you guys probably are the favorite. Like Matt said, Houston probably has the more complete team, but uh I like the Yankees' chances to at least probably get to the World Series and play the
2: Nationals. I mean, I, <laughs> I like <to> th- <laughs> I, I like to think of it like this. I like to think of it like this. Our our lineups are pretty much even. Our our bullpen is better, and their starting rotation is better. So, I mean, they might come down to home field. That might be the difference. Um, so it's going to be a really interesting. Hopefully for baseball sake, for the MLB, for ratings, for exciting baseball, that is the series we get in the ALCS. Um, but like I said, next Tuesday on our episode, we will do a full in-depth postseason preview. We'll preview all the matchups. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Yankees and who they'll be playing. We'll preview the Nationals wildcard game, which will be that night. And so, I will have
0: live updates of the Phillies offseason for you.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll spend more stupid money.
0: And we
1: need some pitching.
0: Garrett Cole is going to be available this offseason.
1: Wait, you said what about the Phillies?
0: I said I'm going to give you postseason. I'm just going to talk over whatever Stephen A. Smith is going to say right now. <laughs> we can't afford his sound bites anymore, man. We're on a low budget here. Oh, man. Uh, well, well, we'll no, I mean, personally, I would love to see the Yankees. If someone has to win it right now, I'd like to see CC get one to leave. Right? I love CC. Big gamer, good pitcher. But you're Nick, you would just be so fucking unbearable if they win. I the only person who would be worse if somehow the Nationals break it and they won the uh, world I, series. She would be the, be the most the unbearable it. fucking person in the world. He would drive I to my about house it. just
1: I talk to sit about outside it all and all shit. Yeah. yeah. I'd talk about it all. I, <laughs> I'd even call you and just be yeah. like, yo, yo you, you remember look, that time?
2: <laughs> luckily <laughs> luckily you don't have to worry about that. But yes, I will I will be unbearable. Um, I have literally, like, as a person who sits there like a sicko and watches all 162 games, and and literally lives and breeds Yankees, like this is what it comes down to. Uh, my palms are already sweating just thinking about postseason baseball. Like I am literally so excited, I cannot wait.
0: On a so, scale of like one, the Long Island mat, how much are you sweating right now?
2: Oh my god, like yeah, like <laughs> over over that. Like I cannot wait. We'll have him on. Shout out Long Sunday. Island
0: Matt, yeah. Long
2: Island Matt, <laughs> uh, we'll have him on. We'll have Joe on. Uh, we'll talk some Yankee baseball.
0: We got to get Shuey some national people to do some minis too. Here, Shuey, do you have any like actual fans down there?
1: Look, man, how can you talk shit when you guys ain't make the playoffs? Like, what are
2: you, are you guys doing?
0: gonna
1: sell out the stadium for a playoff game?
2: Don't worry about it. You I'm guys be wa- <laughs> Don't worry, you're Not- gonna be
1: watching it. You'll- Here's
2: actually a serious question: If the Tampa Bay Rays host the, the wild card game will they actually sell out that game yeah no for one wild card game they will <laughs> but if the Yankees ended up playing the Rays in the playoffs I think that the majority of the fans at that would game be would Yankees
0: be like, oh yeah it's the same as like again back to the Nationals when the Nationals play the Phillies in the National Stadium at least a <laughs> Third of that stadium's Phillies fans usually.
2: Yeah, I was watching the game before, and when Bryce Harper came up to bat, he actually got like a for Some a lot cheers of cheers because there's Phillies people. Confused.
1: Yeah, like, no, the, it wasn't them. They felt sorry for. That wasn't it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, so we were talking about uh, our MVP and award predictors. Um, so I, I know we want to wrap this episode up. We were going to try and keep it under an hour for you guys. Uh, so quickly, what? Uh, Sherry, we'll start with you. What do you have for? A.L. and ML, MVP, Rookie of the Year, and Cy Young.
1: All right, we can go with the uh, Rookie of the Years first. Uh, rookie of the Years, I had Alonzo, and uh, I had Alvarez. Yep, Yep, I think they're both locks
0: for me as well. I would yeah. agree.
2: It's- Jordan Alvarez, has just came on. I mean, he's he- since he's come in J- June 9th, he's just slashed an unbelievable amount. 27 home runs in 82 games. And yeah, Pete Alonzo is... Two home runs away from tying Aaron Judge's rookie home run record, so yeah, that that I think is no debate.
1: And for the uh, AL MVP, I mean, I feel like Bryce. Not I was about to say Bryce Harper, he <laughs> Mike Trout. Mike Trout. It seems like he's gonna get it. I mean, he's the best player in baseball. What can what more can you really say?
2: I I, I kind of hate the. I mean, he, yes, he's the best player in baseball. He put up the best numbers. He got hurt, but. The MVP, I mean, it, it's it's just what it's it's what you think. To some people, the MVP award is most valuable player. I know in the past, players who have been on bad teams have won the MVP. To me, the MVP should be someone who is valuable to their team.
0: But that's not what the awards. It says most I, I valuable. Yeah, I mean, I, I see the it. argument. Don't even say DJ LeMay. No, 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 no. Okay, I, was okay. gonna,
2: I was gonna say Alex Bregman.
0: Bregman, yes, I would. It has to come down to Bregman or Trout for me. I mean, yeah, just number Trout, wise,
2: Trout, Trout will win it and deservingly so the best player in baseball. There's no debating that, but I think Alex Bregman is more valuable to, t- to his team. And I think he's deserving
0: coach. this year, the year yeah. they're having, and, and it's, he's done it consistently. Trout's gotten his MVPs, let Bregman and, get, and look you at, know what look I mean? At
2: Correa, Altuve, Gurriel, they were all hurt at some point, And Bregman was the consistent guy in that lineup that really carried them and propelled them to probably having the best record in baseball. So, yeah, I mean, I think it should be him, but it will be Trout. Um, NL MVP. This was a race, you know, pretty much a two-man race all season. Yellich getting hurt. And, and how well the Brewers have played without Yelich, I think that even more kind of hurts his case. Uh Bellinger, I think, is going to win the NL MVP. I man, think uh, Bellinger, fuck all that, man. Bellinger, fuck it's all Anthony that. Rendon. Anthony fuck Rendon. all that, man.
1: Anthony Rendon should yep. be the MVP this year. I, I mean, enough's enough, bro.
0: He's the reason why we are where we are. He's like, going to finish in the top three in RBIs in NL. He's going to finish yeah, in top two, like, a batting average. Cody Bellinger's had one of the worst second-half slumps we've seen. Uh, it's It's got to be Anthony Rendon. He, yeah. the, the guy's going into – and imagine getting an MVP going into a season where he'll, he might leave the Nationals.
2: He's going to get paid.
0: He's, He's going to get paid. The Nationals
2: cannot let another superstar no. win. No. They cannot. They but have to and I don't, you can't and I don't can they hear... afford him and keep that whole pitching staff
0: complete again because Strasburg's a free agent here too.
1: Yeah, some tells me he might leave, but I don't know.
2: I I, would I don't want Rendon, to I would keep Rendon over Strasburg. Of oh, course. yeah. Of
1: course. The problem is Rendon, I,
0: To keep this short, still, the pro- Strasburg has the injury history, but Rendon's going into his thirty-year-old. He's going to what? Turning thirty. He's only had two good years. The last two years before that, I mean, maybe he was just figuring it out, but he was a mediocre is, player, is, and then is, is he just blew up. Get,
2: is he gonna get? Um, a crazy, he's gonna like get a, a
0: crazy deal, like a
2: Machado, a ten year.
0: I don't know if he'll get a ten year because he's hitting thirty already, but he might get an eight nine year.
2: Yeah,
0: two eighty to three hundred million dollar deal. I
2: mean, I would. I, he's better player. Bro, I
1: don't want a better to... player
2: than Manny Machado. Oh you yeah, can't,
1: Matt, you can't talk about anything about contracts. Why? Because what if we bring up Ryan Howard? He got what a about... shitty. I'm. Well, I'm not they? saying it's
0: They're... a bad deal. I'm just saying that's there's a reason right there not to pay Anthony Rendon. Ryan how about Howard's this? contract. How, what do you how mean?
2: About <laughs> how about this? If you give Rendon a 10-year contract, he'll be younger at the end of that contract than Bryce Harper will at the end of his contract.
0: Yeah, but Anthony Rendon's going to get more money on an average than Harper. Harper's going to get 24. Anthony Rendon might get over $30 million a year.
2: He's going to get a I lot mean, of money. I would give him the same contract Machado got, 10 years, $300 million. I, I Well, would Rendon's give...
1: 29, so yeah, you're right, man. It, That's tough because –
0: and also the same reason I'm skeptical of the Harper end of his contract is if the NL doesn't pick up a DH, you're going to have a guy who's a very good third baseman. You can move him to first,
2: though. You can move him to first.
0: You can move him to first, but what are you getting out of a 40-year-old third baseman?
2: Yeah, I mean – that's I,
0: tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So And, again, you don't want to give him a contract that's unmovable at the end of his career if you decide to move him to the AL. I think you'll see him get somewhere between seven to eight year over $30 million, though. He's going to get paid. The man's going to make some money.
2: Lastly, let's get into the Cy Young Award. Um, I think it's a battle of two teammates, Verlander and Cole. I think, ultimately, Justin Verlander, he hit 20 wins last night. Um, It's amazing how he's just gotten better with age. Kind of thought he was done his last year there in Detroit. And since he's went to Houston, he's just – resurged, but, uh, it's Garrett crazy Cole, what Kate Upton will do for you, man. I mean, yeah, but Garrett Cole, <laughs> his numbers too. He has 300 strikeouts. He's 14 and zero with a 1.87 ERA since May 27th. Uh, he's going to get talking about people that are going to get paid. I mean, if I'm the Yankees, if I'm the Phillies, if I'm any team, I'm throwing anything at Garrett Cole at whatever he wants, average per year. I mean, I'd like to, keep, for a pitcher, I'd like to keep it under seven years, seven, eight years, but in terms of annual salary, Whatever he wants, you got
1: to get this guy. Yeah, I, for me, it's probably going to be Verlander, but I'm just going to say Cole. Just fuck it. I don't really like <laughs> it. fuck it. I don't, I don't like Verlander like that, and I just don't want to go with what you guys did, so I'm going to say Cole.
0: Yeah, I think the NL is going to be a really close battle here. Oh, yeah. I think you have three top-notch pitchers. It was go a leader for
2: seemingly all season.
0: Yeah, but he's had some bad starts recently. DeGrom's come on very hard at the end here, and then you have consistency with Max Serger again, which all year you're not having any issues with that guy. You know what I mean? Talk
2: that talk. I think it's it's
0: going to be DeGrom, Ryu, and Serger finishes third.
2: Yeah, I mean, Ryu was a lock, but since the All-Star break is a 3.51 ERA. But that's
0: not even that bad this year with the juice balls and how many home runs are being hit. I mean, look at Verlander's ERA right now.
2: All right, Ryu's numbers overall, 13-5 and 5 with a 2.41 ERA.
0: Um, Landers ERA, I think, is just under three, but look at his home run. He's a 2.58. Look DeGrom's at his home runs two, per, yeah.
2: De, DeGrom's at 2.49. Since May 17th, he has a 1.99. Wins and losses doesn't matter. I mean, Yeah, so, no, but
0: a 1.99 for the second half is insane.
2: Yeah, I mean, DeGrom, I, I think DeGrom has proved he's the best pitcher in baseball two years in a row. I mean, it's him really? Scherzer and I, I really think the Grom is just unbelievable. Um, I, I'm giving it to the Grom.
0: Did he get paid?
2: Uh yeah, they gave him kind of like a, a short, like a, an extension, uh, like a five year extension. It wasn't a, a full okay. deal, but they extended him. Um, so, I mean, he did. But at the end of the day, I mean, if he were to test the open market, he would have gotten more. It was five years, 137 million. But the thing is to remember, he's he's kind of old. Um, you know, he's he's 31, 32. So. By the time he would have hit free agency after next season, he would have been near 33. So he probably wouldn't have gotten a very long contract. So, but yeah, I think it's going to be DeGrom. Um, well, with that said, like I said, we'll preview the baseball postseason next week. Right now we're going to wrap up the show and get into our trilogy picks. Just a little recap from last week.
0: Oh, I heard the paper shimming around over there.
2: Recap from last week. Shuey went two and one. Matt went one and two, and yours truly went three and zero. Oh. Thoughts, comments?
1: I mean, I'm not surprised I got a winning record. I mean, it's me. Well,
2: you know? sure, you went you went against me. You picked the Seahawks <laughs> against the Saints, and you lost that game. I was yeah. Good. I mean, but I, I, mean, I, I guess it just like maybe I'm just like Daniel Jones. It's only one week. Maybe I got to prove some more.
1: Yeah, we still got plenty of season
2: to go. All right, well let's let's get into it, Shui, Now that this week you know the guidelines, uh <laughs>
0: so
2: yeah, Shui, the
1: We'll let Shui go first this time. That is
2: are, are you prepared this time?
1: <laughs> I am prepared. <laughs> so just so just to be sure, we're picking three games where we think those three teams are going to win with the series, covering the spread.
0: Yeah, you either get cover, the points or the spread.
1: It's like deja vu.
0: Like, pick three bets. Like, go. Yeah, I got you,
1: I got you, I got you. All right. All right, I'm going to take the Texans minus four. Uh, I think the Panthers, they're not going to be able to keep up, even with this, uh, what's his name, Kyle Allen quarterback. I don't don't think that uh, the Panthers are going to do it. So, I think the Texans minus four. I like the Seahawks to bounce back on the road against the Cardinals. You know, that little guy that – that both both quarterbacks have small quarterbacks i mean both teams got small quarterbacks so the little guy for seattle is gonna get it done so i'm gonna go with that and for the third one i want to pick a big game so i'm gonna go with the cowboys and saints
2: big on the night game
1: yes and i think the cowboys get it done and cover the two and a half
0: that was one of my picks too so I have to find a backup here now. No, you
2: know what? You know what? You can have it. No, you, got, no, no, you no. can have it. You got no, you, 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 you guys no, no, both, no, no. you guys both you picked the Packers first. last week. You guys both picked the no, a- we? Yeah. I saw another one. Uh, I saw another No, one no I got, got, I, got
0: one. I got a lock. No, no, cuz I don't want you to take one of my locks here. I've got This ain't I'm, a going I'm not going to Fuck.
1: Trust me. Right. This team that I'm about to pick they're not going to be your lock. All right. It's the Washington Redskins against the New York Giants. All right. Fuck it. You're not
2: taking that. You're not taking Take it. Yeah, sure, you're, taking the the, you're taking the money line.
1: No, Redskins plus three. All right. Oh, that was a surprise turn
0: of events. All right, I'll, go. Uh, I'll no, go. No, 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 no. Oh, you I'm not, go, you you're go. not taking all the picks. Okay. All right. Redskins. <laughs> that's your all right. Fuck it mentality with Garrett Cole too. <laughs> all right, I've got uh Kansas City minus six against Detroit. Uh, There's. Detroit looks good, but Kansas City is just so good. They should wipe them up here. Uh, I am going to take the Dallas game. Thank you, Shuey for passing up on it. I appreciate it. Um, I and then I'm going to take the worst Monday Night Football game oh. of all time. The oh. 0-3 and 0-3 teams playing each other. Who
2: set the schedule and thought this was going to be a good game?
0: <sighs> I don't know, I mean... man. I, I'm going to take Andy Dalton, who I didn't remember Ooh. was in the league because he's so bad, over Pittsburgh.
2: Wow, that's a, that's a surprise. Should yeah,
0: we... I, Mason Rudolph looked so bad last game. I just I can't pick him.
2: Should we back yeah. to you? Would you would you actually pick the Redskins if you actually had real money on the line? No, <laughs> but it's not real
1: money, so I'm going to take them.
2: Uh, I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. I think even more. This week, uh, teasers look very appealing. That's, right now, I see Patriots, Chiefs tease that down to a pick them for both games. That's like I can't miss. And uh, Chargers, minus 16.5 on the road. Miami that's a crazy spread but uh, anyway for my picks I'm going New York football Giants minus three Daniel Jones is going to have another great game so if she going to pick the Redskins I'm going to pick the Giants why the fuck not um, my next game I'm going to take the let's see where it is I'm going to take the Vikings plus two and a half at Chicago and my last game is going to be uh, I wanted to take this let me see what else is left.
1: God, take, oh, him. take like it, take
2: it, take it. take it. Looks, take it, looks like
1: somebody didn't
2: do their homework. Go uh, find I, mean, I didn't know you weren't allowed to duplicate picks.
0: No, duplicate it. I was just fucking around.
2: All right, then I'll go.
0: Chewy, I had the worst record. I had the minus seven.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh Kansas City as well. Then minus six. All right, the Lions are frauds, they're not
0: good. <laughs> Lions are frauds,
2: but uh, I mean, I mean, the way you talked about them before, they might be a super bowl contender.
0: Look, man, I just said they were undefeated. You were talking like they were some shit. They're team. undefeated. I just said they, they, they t- haven't but they lost tied the
2: game. The Cardinals. They tied but they the haven't Cardinals. lost. <laughs> that was week one. Week one's always the toughest. The first win is always the <laughs> hardest to get. Chewy, will the Redskins get their first win
1: against the Giants? Hell yeah!
2: What's gonna happen when we come here next week and the Giants are two and two and the Eagles are one and three? I might not be here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I cannot wait. Uh. So like, like I said, next week, we're going to get into our baseball preview, postseason preview. We'll talk more football and uh, argue a lot more. So, good episode, guys. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Any final thoughts hey. before we wrap things up?
0: Yeah, don't forget, uh, next week we told you guys we are going to start bringing you some mini uh, episodes. Uh, so, we're going to be joined, uh, at least I will be. I'm going to be joined by Ben from Midwest Box Breaks next week. Uh, we're going to do a 20, 30-minute Quick preview for you guys, show you what we'll be doing with the mini-episodes. Just kind of a short little interview, see what he does, how he got into it. Um, We ran a poll. There was a decent amount of you guys that were into collecting and doing cards and stuff. So just going to do a quick thing with that, a little different than the typical sports takes we give you. Um, Almost like an outside-the-lines thing. Uh, It's a little bit different than what we typically do.
2: So yeah, we'll post that probably um, Tuesday morning. Uh, Sunday night. I'm going to record something with uh, Li, Matt, and Joe. We're going to do a. By that point, we'll know who the Yankees are playing in the postseason. So we'll do a quick ten-minute Yankee playoff preview episode. So uh, can we pencil
0: Shuey in for a Nationals one as well?
2: You know what? We're gonna we're gonna bring Shuey on with us. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk Nationals too. We'll talk Nationals oh, yes. too. And by the way, I, I've been waiting. I've been holding in this ammo for a while, and I'm I'm gonna unleash it right now. Oh God! If you. If you follow my friend Shuey on Twitter, his personal Twitter account, just look at his bio picture. And if you look at his bio picture, he's got a Yankees. He's hat got on. a Yankee hat on. So hey, deep down, hey, deep, down hey. deep down, it's all right. Hey. Shui. When the Nationals get eliminated next week, I'll let you hop on the bandwagon.
1: <laughs> no, listen, I, I can explain. Listen, it was during a time where I was a little confused in life, you know. <laughs> I was going through some things at home. <laughs> oh, that's not me. That's not the guy that you
2: know right now. All right? Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all, right. Well, all right. Continue uh, following us on Twitter. Subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, like I said, uh, we'll see you. We'll do a couple preview episodes uh, Sunday. The card show Matt in- uh, mentioned will be Tuesday morning. And then uh, we'll drop the uh next week's uh, episode 12 we'll drop that next week as well so a lot of uh, content coming next week thanks everyone for tuning in danny dimes is gonna prove he ain't no fluke
0: all right i'm logging off
2: (laughs) see you guys (laughs) good night